Welcome into the Hustle Show podcast. Drew Martin, Chris Thurston, Adam Trigger, Kelly in Vegas, the eve of the tournament. Kelly, welcome on in. Not sure how long we're going to have you. Welcome to the show. Sorry, after money shots, I thought I had my computer plugged in. And mind you, I have a bootleg charger anyway because somebody lost mine. But that's beside the point. I'm at 3% right now, and it says it's charging. And I got Ariel Epstein uh, taking selfie photos in the background. Chris Thurston's drinking a Coors Light. I mean, are we all in Vegas or what? <laughs> Queen guest appearance. I know. She should just pull up a chair. Have her pull up a chair. I mean, you Join might as well sit on this fucking table that's just I mean, sitting here. That's, that's, that's what Chris and I do when people make fun of us. That's what we do half the yeah, time. Yeah, well, that's a whole other thing. We're not hot, Trig. I mean, I... <laughs> I don't know. I I I would beg to differ. I would I would disagree with that. But that's neither here nor there. Of course, you would disagree. Anyway, we're here. Oh, we got prop queen too. So only three minutes of Kelly in Vegas, guys. And prop queen. It says right now, currently my computer is at five percent. So it is actually. Let's go. All right, we can do a show. Here we go. CT bets, welcome in, buddy. What's on your mind, man? Jamar and Betts, uh, good to be here. Just got into Vegas, 11.30 uh, Vegas time. And, uh, you know, met the, we thought I was going to meet up with the queen at the airport. But we forgot how big the airport actually was. We we're in different terminals, couldn't get to each other. So we took different cabs, got to the Westgate. We we're all checked in. We we're down at the Superbook. I've already made a couple bets. And uh, I'm feeling good. We're going to dinner tonight after the show. And uh, feeling good about the tournament, Drew. Yeah, sounds like you guys are going to happy hour. I don't know how you guys are all going to make it to dinner because I only had one seltzer prior to doing the show. You guys Did were you like seltzer, seltzer. They're called. There's seltzer. not. A, there's not another S in seltzer, but that's there's okay. Seltzer, seltzer, <laughs> seltzer. Whatever. If you have enough of them, why is she even here? <laughs> I shouldn't be here. I, You're talking I got about basketball. I only got four percent left on my computer. Get the parlay in. Get the parlay in. I'm out. Deuces. I did just put out a parlay on Twitter, and I'm sure we're going to get to all these games. But before we go, Brett's just sitting over here. No, Brett, Brett can stay. It's all good. I mean, like, I'm not stay. in this fucking open room recording. Like, nobody knows what's going on around, and everybody's just walking in and out, going in the fridge, whatever. Uh, nice Chelsea, room, though. A gorgeous room. Uh, we have a conjoining room with the queen. Because, well, she's not a very good gambler. So, no, I'm just kidding. She just isn't a big Vegas gambler. So, I was uh, able to use some of my uh, points, if you will, to get an upgraded room. So, you guys have nice rooms, though, too. Drew Martin's yeah. got the green screen. Uh, so, happy that my, everybody's My happy. bed is made. Do you see how made my bed is right now, Cal? I'm so proud of you. Honestly, <laughs> I, I wouldn't expect anything less than you. But uh, I am. I just gave out on Twitter, so if you guys didn't see it, Vermont Moneyline, Marquette Moneyline, New Mexico State Moneyline, three-team parlay, 22 to 1. Over at my friends at the Barstool Sportsbook, obviously, uh, I'm in Vegas, so I had, uh, you know, some some friends in high places put that one in for me. But those are the three dogs I like tomorrow. If I lose, you guys go, Drew. Oh, okay. I, I, we haven't brought in uh, Trig officially oh, yet, so Trig. Oh, oh, okay. Well, listen, I, I do have something on my mind that Chris and I just talked about on the elevator. I, I, I think it's an absolute nightmare uh, being on the West Coast for sports. Like, this is... Everything starts way too early, and it's just like every time I get out here, and Chris was saying the same thing, I can't I can't deal with like 7 p.m. games starting at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It just – everything's off, 
and no, I don't like it at all. West Coast games, as somebody who spent a lot of time in Florida recently, West Coast is so much better. I hate waking up at 3 a.m. in a panic going, oh, what was the score of that, that game? Like, I actually like to watch the games. And on the East Coast, that's just not a thing. I, I need Drew and Chris to, like, see if there's a break the tie, or are we – what do we What do we think? I, I'm, I mean, I'm, Drew's lived in Florida and Vegas, so you tell me, Drew. I think there's arguments to both sides. I really do. I think it's more like preference, like you're talking about watching the games. But at the same time, I'm a night owl, Kelly. And I feel like almost it's like where you spent more time, but more time in Florida. But I have lived in Vegas for two years. Arguments for both. I would choose East Coast, but I get your argument towards West Coast. Fine. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> so my first L for the weekend. Great. Can't hardly wait. Oh, oh good stuff, awesome. guys. Well, um, Kelly, I knew we only get you for a little while. You got Prop Queen there. Tell her she's allowed to come in. Brett, too. Any best bets? Let's oh, get yeah. them on in here. I can't wait for all of them to be here. I finally got this stupid little ring light thing. See if I can't, like, not have t- – it's just – this is just – this is a travesty. Hey, it's okay. Hey, we're, we're getting the information out here, guys. Promise it will start soon. What we're betting here, Kelly's already given some of it out. But a reminder, we are brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. VivaTequilaSeltzer.com. Remember the coupon code HUSTLE at checkout gives you 10% off. We'll be drinking them here in Las Vegas. It is spreading like wildfire, guys. If you haven't tried it yet, check it out. Check out the website. It will ship to you. We are uh, at Westgate, uh, the Superbook, my favorite sports book in Las Vegas, guys. Come in. If you are in Vegas, come hang out with us tomorrow. We'll be here Friday as well. Come grab some drinks, bet the games. All of us will be there uh, starting tomorrow, probably, you know, noon, one o'clock, whatever, whatever works for you. We'll be all around the sports book going around the horn here, talking about some games. We do have best bets at the end, guys. Uh, looking at a couple of these games, even going tonight, we got the play in games, Indiana, Notre Dame. We got uh, Bryant uh, playing as well. A little up tempo basketball starting really just in a couple minutes, guys. So, uh, Kelly, I, I, I don't know how much time we have left uh, your battery on the on the computer says, but anything else I'm up get to six percent this is good news this means it's charging okay. and it's not gonna die i think okay so you're good for a little bit of a uh, uh, happy hour show here chris thurston was there a game you wanted to throw out buddy yeah jamar bets i'm actually playing one of the playing games tonight uh and that's the late one so i think it goes at Great. 9 40 eastern and that's notre dame versus rutgers and i'm on the notre dame fighting irish minus one just placed a bet yeah just about 10 minutes ago at the Westgate Superbook, Jumar uh, Betts, everybody forgets that this Notre Dame team placed second in the ACC this year. 15-5 in-conference record, 22-10 and 10 overall. They kind of just got lost in the shuffle because the ACC kind of obviously had a, had a down year here. Rutgers started off terrible. They had a great middle of, of the season. They knocked off three consecutive top 25 teams in a row and then didn't finish the, the the year quite that strong. They did end up winning their last two, but I expect Mike Bray to have this Irish team ready to go tonight. This is kind of a numbers play for me, Drew Martin bets all the tickets, all the money really seems to be coming in on Rutgers. Uh, the eye test would, would kind of say Rutgers as well, right? If anybody looks at this, they're saying, Oh my God, Rutgers getting one. Drew Martin bets not so fast, like Lee Corso likes to say. I'm on the Irish. I think they get it done. They're going to punch their ticket, 11 seed, get right into the real big dance. Irish for CT bets. I like it. Rutgers has struggled away from home, CT bets. Plus the fact St. Patrick's Day tomorrow, Notre Dame playing might be something there. Big March Madness going into the tournament. God's on our side with Notre Dame. Let's go fighting Irish. Trig, what about you? Did you want to throw out a game? 
Yeah, I do. I wish Chris had the big stuffed head to put on after he said that, but he doesn't. So we'll move on. I'm in the NIT tonight. Toledo versus Dayton. Game I talked about earlier. I just want to circle back and say Malachi Smith in a walking boot doesn't look like he's going to play for Dayton. So if you like, if you agree with me on Toledo, get it in now. It's probably going to move even more. This is a game that opened Toledo plus one and a half. Uh, flipped to minus one earlier today, likely because of that news. Go back to Dayton in the Atlantic 10 tournament. Malachi Smith goes down. Dayton blows a 14-point lead, loses to Richmond in that game. And, you know, I was surprised to see Dayton on the left. I didn't think they were that close. I thought when they lost to Richmond that there was no way they were getting into the NCAA tournament. And then we watched the selection show on Sunday, and they're one of the last four out. I actually think that sort of, you know, creates a a little bit of a, a disappointment for Dayton that they were, you know, they probably look back and say, man, if we don't blow that game against Richmond, we're in the tournament here. Uh, the play-in games are in Dayton, which means Dayton now has to travel to Toledo for this game. And Toledo's 13-1 and on their home floor this year. Um, I don't think you're going to see a letdown from Toledo. Listen, Toledo was really good. They won their conference, but they knew they had to win their conference tournament, and they got knocked out early. I think they've had enough time to like let it sink in and regroup that they're not going to the NCAA tournament. And this is it's still a big deal being in the NIT for Toledo. So I think you get... Th- Toledo Rockets, 13-1 and on their home floor. They're an elite offensive team. I think they're going to be more up for this game. Give me Toledo to get the win. The Rockets, the MAC. All right, in the, in the NIT, good stuff. Um, I guess uh, what we got best bets at the end, guys. We got um, some Westgate. You know what, Kelly? I didn't notice the Westgate did this in the past in terms of really cool, like, different – I don't want to call them prop bets, but me and CT were talking about it in terms of – you can bet what conference to win more. You can bet all sorts of stuff like Kansas over two and a half wins for the tournament. That's really cool. You know, that there's a lot of sports books in Vegas that really do a lot of different uh, prop bets and fun things. And the Westgate has always put on some interesting ones. I think they were kind of pioneers in that. And that's what's yeah. exciting. You know, I've done a, a lot of stuff over here over the years. Uh, good friends with John Murray. And so to see them do that kind of stuff. And I know Chris wants to touch on. Uh, the prop bet that he, Uncle Ben, made. By the way, uh, has anybody – who's babysitting Uncle Ben right now? We're all in our rooms. Amanda, like, I thought Queen was down there. Oh, I don't good. Know. Okay, good. As long as somebody's got him under control, it is only 3 p.m., so I, I'm, I'm generally concerned. But I am going to cash that under three-and-a-half dinners bet. It's going to be, like, the freest money I've ever had in my life. Well, yeah. Kelly, what do we need to look out for? Like when you say like who's watching him, what do we need to watch here? Is there something particular well, to him? Canada. I mean, he's like a big giant polar bear. And uh, when he brought me breakfast in my room this morning because I had to do money shots with Megan and uh, kind of get ready for a couple other shows, he was Miller like in hand. And that was at about 930 uh, Pacific time. And in his justification, he, it was it was afternoon uh, where he's from. So I'm just a little concerned uh, that he's sitting down at the sportsbook bar by himself. But if if uh, Mrs. Bear is with him, then I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, Mr. Bear, what, what are you thinking about Benny? And what, what, what bet <laughs> did you want to throw out there, buddy? Yeah, so Drew, you made a great point. So the Westgate and all these different books, they throw out some great stuff, right? So obviously we, we all bet a lot on a lot of offshore accounts. But when you're at a casino and a live sports book, they give you some really great stuff to bet. And a lot better value, Drew Martin bets. Usually, right now, if you look at your brackets and you look at the odds board, uh, Kansas is like minus 140, minus 150 to win the Midwest. Well, Drew Martin bets, I just placed a wager downstairs on Kansas Jayhawks over two and a half wins plus 110. 
So that's Kansas Jayhawks to go to the Sweet 16. Got a nice draw, Drew Matt and Betts. Obviously, they play the play-in game here. Uh, Texas Southern uh, uh, winner last night over Texas A&M. Then they play the winner of San Diego State Creighton. So, Drew Martin bets what I'm thinking is I bet Kansas plus 110 in my head versus Iowa, which Kansas would be, I think I'm a three and a half point favorite. So, that's minus 140, minus 150. So, I'm getting Kansas Jayhawks plus 110 in that game. And that's a great bet, Drew Martin bets. That's a plus EV bet. And I will make that all day long. Okay. Yeah, I like that. It's it's like a cool, interesting bet. You know, you wouldn't think of it a lot. So shout out to Westgate uh, Superbook for putting that out, guys. Also, uh, come join us Thursday and Friday. We'll be uh, drinking Viva Tequila Seltzers um, here in the Superbook. Um, and, and Trig, are you going to fire away on any props? Anything else you want to throw out before we get to best bets? So I just want to say that that's such a good bet, such good value. I know Kansas took sharp money in the futures market as soon as the bracket came out on them to win the whole thing. Likely, I think there's a, uh, a lot of sharp people out there that would say that they got a very good draw, very favorable draw. Um, I'm not a huge prop guy, but Drew, I want to continue something that we kind of talked about earlier because I think it's so important to know this going into tomorrow. There's a lot of games like this is this is something that's going to happen in these first two rounds. The odds makers know that the betting public wants to bet dogs and they typically don't want to bet dogs. And so what you're going to see is a lot of these dogs at shorter prices than you would normally see. And you've got to try to, in my opinion, like maybe those are games like you maybe pass on. We talked about Providence, South Dakota State earlier. You know, it is like South Dakota State, it, it could be a decent spot, but they're going to make you take plus two when you probably should be getting plus five. So it's like, do you want to jump in and, and basically take plus two thinking this is a good spot for them to win? Do you want to go the other way and take Providence, even though, you know, maybe that's not the best bet, or do you want to just pass it? You're going to see uh, some of these dogs that get like a lot of public steam. Uh, you're just going to not get the right number on, and it's okay to not bet them, you know? And those, and that's just something I think you're going to see a ton in the first couple rounds. And then what's going to happen is by the weekend, once some of these like favorites have strong showings in the first round, it's going to like even out. But I think Thursday and Friday, you're going to you're going to see the market like try to suck you in on a lot of these like shorter underdogs. That's just my opinion. And guess what happened last year? We were all there sitting in the yep. same sports book and everybody said, "Oh, that's a square dog." Dog, dog, dog. Oh, okay. They moved 2, 3, 4 points. Dog, 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 dog all yep. day. Don't overthink this. They're baiting you into these favorites. They're making you think there's a ton of value on teams named Auburn, Kentucky, yep. Duke, Wisconsin, <laughs> Purdue. Iowa, I'm telling you right now, I think the next two days, the dogs are going to be barking. So, Kel, let me follow. I just want to, like, counter that, right? Like, I'm not saying go out and bet Providence or Arkansas. I'm well, saying read, I read the, read the comments. You're basically telling people right now they should be capitalizing on the favorites. That's what they're no, asking. No, I'm not. So let me let me clarify. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying, like, you've got 16 NCAA tournament games per day. I'm saying maybe look toward the dogs that aren't like, like, for example, I'll just throw it out there. Montana state, not getting as much, as much play. Like there's some of these other ones, New Mexico state. Like there's some of these other ones that are very live that are not like South Dakota state, which everyone see. like, this is my point. The point is I'm not saying South Dakota state's not a good bet and it's not going to win, 
But I'm saying you probably should be getting four and a half or five, not two. That's the problem. Vermont, you probably should be getting seven, not four and a half. So it's like, if you, it's, it goes back to the thing. Like we always talk about, like, who cares about CLV? We just want to cash tickets. So if you're confident and you're just like, man, like this is a great matchup. Like I, I think Vermont's going to win this game outright. I'll take four and a half, then go for it. But like, you have to know that with some of these, that the book there, the books are, are already shading you out, right? Like they're gonna, they're going to force you to take a bad number to be on that game. I'm just saying, beware of that. I'm not saying go and bet the favorites. I don't think that's a bad number at all. First of all, the line should be four based on Ken Palm. Our good friend Kenny White makes a game five. I got five on Vermont, but I wanted a little justification. Our good friend Joe said on Monday he liked Vermont plus six. I started looking at him a lot more. I think that they baited you into paying a premium early. Sharp money came in and realized that that's why the lines moved down. The, yeah. the, public's not, the public's not betting Vermont. That's not no, public I'm, money. I'm just saying, like, it's it's going to happen on a lot of these games. You just have to be, like, you have to be cognizant of that. Like, South Dakota State should not be plus two. They should probably be plus four or plus five. And who's power rating? It just in jet, like, there's there's just no way they should be plus two against Providence. But They're plus like, two they, because Ken Palm made them plus two. That's okay. why the lines do. That's why bookmakers put the lines out just like they do every other week. That's why if you have a subscription to Ken Palm, you notice that's almost always the opening number. Like that is such a respected number that that's where you have to realize where sharp money and stuff's coming in. As it moved off that, do I think South Dakota State arguably might be a square dog? Sure. I've seen a lot of people on it. We haven't seen the line come down, but I'm telling you, I think that was a great opening number. I mean, I need to get the oh. current updated ones. That's like my whole point is that the the odds makers are are just like beating you to it, kind of. Like they're putting out numbers that are tough to bet. But you're telling me that South Dakota State should be five. In what world they're going to get absolutely clobbered if they hang a five with South Dakota State? Oh yeah, no, I I would agree with that. I'm agreeing with you that that well, would be. I'm the case. asking you where you thought the number five I'm, came. From. Wait, I'm this, saying this I would is still a top twenty five defense. I mean, Ken Palm has them in his top seventy five. They're one of the best teams in effective field goal percentage. They can shoot the three ball extremely well. Now, their defense is suspect as hell. That's why I don't know if I'm going to get to the window with the Jackrabbits. It has nothing to do with Providence. I think Providence superseded expectations. Everybody knows that this team is 25-5. and five. Nobody's going to want to bet against this team. They're going to walk up to the window at any sports book in the country and simply say, oh, I only have to lay two with Providence? Well, that's like that's where the, where this whole thing came from for me. It's because I wanted to bet South Dakota State, and I feel like I'm not getting the like the right number at two. That's where this whole thing came from. Like that's okay. what because of everything you just said, and, and I'm just like, man, like, am I gonna really take two when I feel like I should be getting more? That's that's just like my whole thing with like a lot I of these first. A, I think games. it's a trap line from hell. And while I haven't bet the Jackrabbits yet, probably come tomorrow morning, I'm gonna have a plus two in my pocket, and it might even get bet up higher. I mean. That's the, that's the beauty of certain books, especially in Vegas, right? They don't move necessarily off the market. They move off their, their selves. And I think that if somebody walks into a big name casino here in Las Vegas and they bet a million dollars on Purdue minus two, we may see a two and a half. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just saying, I, I'm, I, the line hasn't moved to one. I think we might, may see it hold steady at two, but I'll probably be on South Dakota state plus two. I like a great breakdown, Kelly. Hey, yeah, go go ahead, CT. I have a follow-up question, too. Because um, I wanted to go back to our, our good friend, Kenny White. 
um, because I I had him on my radio show last night, Sports Map Radio, um, and he actually makes the the Arkansas-Vermont game, too. So that's how much he likes Vermont, which is scary for me. Um, because we know uh, uh, Trig and I are, I'm really high on this uh, Arkansas team. We're holding an 81 ticket, and um, he said, CT, he said, at, off air, he said, I'm being honest with you, you might want to lay a little bit off right there on that ticket. You go, they got yeah. that. And the reason is, it's just a horrible, horrible matchup for, for Arkansas because because Vermont is disciplined, they're seniors, and they're going to. They're not gonna. They're they're too disciplined to run with Arkansas, so they're gonna make Arkansas play in this half court, ugly type game. And Vermont's offense is efficient, and Arkansas really doesn't defend that well. So it is a. It is just you want to talk about a bad draw and not getting a, 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 a the ideal first round opponent. That's that's Arkansas. Yeah, maybe CT and I will go for a little middle tomorrow and take the points for Vermont, and then just hope Arkansas squeaks by, try to cash both or just stay alive in both. Let me bring up the other side of the argument, though, guys. What about, you know, you bring up who's going to control pace. I think that's going to be a, a a big part of who wins this game. What makes you say they are going to play in the half court, Trig? I mean, Arkansas technically is the more talented team from the SEC. The America East is what a bottom five conference by Ken Palm's ratings. It's just because I think Vermont is more disciplined than Arkansas. I think Arkansas has freak athletes and they will they they can out athlete teams and they are, I, I mean, that's not a team. Like, I mean, they, they could beat any either. team in the country. Yeah, I think exactly. Arkansas, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, I think Arkansas was similar to Texas Tech. They both just came out of nowhere. And all of a sudden, they're on everybody's radar. Whereas you mentioned, Drew, Vermont, people are going to go, who the hell is Vermont? Our SEC, better athletes. Eric Musselman's an awesome coach. I'm not saying that teams look ahead in the tournament, but do you think Arkansas really is excited about playing Vermont? I don't think so. Versus the flip side, Vermont's like, all right, we got a chance to play spoiler here. And I think those, you know, seedings, a lot of people look at that 12-5. I think that that, that uh, you know, 14-3 is also something we're taking a look at for these dogs uh, to pull possible upsets. Yeah. And, it, it, and it, go ahead, Drew. Drew, just to, to support the Arkansas side, I mean, you can make a good argument for Arkansas. Like, Prov- uh, Vermont got bullied by Providence and Maryland, which was the two sort of comparable teams they're going to to Arkansas with like big time power conference athletes. And that was not a good scenario for Vermont because I bet them against Providence and they got destroyed. And Maryland came like sort of asserted themselves in the second half and won, won that game by pretty comfortably. So, you know, I mean, could that happen again? Like Trig, the point you make- destroyed because I just looked, they lost by 10 and lost by nine. Both so, okay. Covered. So the Providence game though was bad. Like they Providence just destroyed them and they they squeaked, they they like made it interesting at the end. I know I was on Vermont plus the points in that game and they just got they couldn't okay. handle Nate Watson and they got murdered inside. Yeah. Okay. So but we'll see. I mean it's just it's just interesting conversation. And that's like the beauty of the NCAA tournament. Like the co- committee is make they're putting these matchups out for a reason. Like they it's intriguing stuff. So it's like a good converse, you know, it's good to talk about. Absolutely. I mean, in actually us breaking down the Jackrabbits, South Dakota State and Vermont, it's kind of similar profiles, you know, both dominating in their conference. Now they're going to step out of conference. How are they going to fare? You can make arguments for both sides. I think, Kelly, you you brought up some good ones here towards the dog, not necessarily a uh, public dog, maybe a sharp dog here. Sharp angle, guys, on these smaller conference games. Make sure to check out Wager Talk live odd screen. That's where we're getting the most up to date free live odds 
in the business wager talk live on screen also a bunch of free plays up there guys for this weekend check it out guys uh, a lot of people hot a lot of those handicappers doing well and like always brought to you by viva tequila seltzer viva tequila seltzer.com we got the coupon code hustle takes 10 percent off we'll be drinking vivas this weekend right ct vets they get in I know they're getting tomorrow. I believe I okay. talked to the owner. They're in tomorrow at the Westgate and we will be able to drink them and anybody else who's coming to the Westgate to enjoy the games and some beverages. will be able to buy them as well. Drew Martin. That's awesome. And we got a bunch of people in the chat box, guys going live wager talk, YouTube. Also, wherever you download your podcast at the hustle uh, show podcast and on Twitter. So please like the content. If you are, feel free to come in on the chat box and, Fire out what you're looking to bet this weekend, who you agree with here in the arguments. We got Carlos coming from Central America. Welcome in, Carlos. We got a lot of people here from Las Vegas, East Coast as well, giving a lot of opinions. What's better, East Coast time, West Coast time? I tend to think it's where you've spent more time in your life and got used to, but hey, we got arguments for both sides of the coin here. Going around the horn, I know we got best bets coming off, but did we uh, kind of leave anything out? Anybody else want to throw any uh, bets out for this weekend before we get to best bets? All good. Yeah, well, let's uh, throw out again, right? So we're we're here at the Westgate. We're going to be down in the clubhouse tomorrow. So uh, so swing in yeah. if you're coming to fire a wager and have a Viva with us and hopefully cash some tickets, Drew Martin Betts. I know I got a two-pack I'm giving out tonight in my uh, best bets, Drew Martin Betts. All right, a little two-pack right here for best bets. And Kelly, did we need to throw out anything else with uh, tomorrow, with, um, with Friday, all the action going on with Wager Talk and the party here at Westgate? Yeah, so basically we just figured out it's going to be a two-day wager talk party of sorts. One day for the hustle, one day for puck time and wager talk today. Everybody's okay. in town. All the Canadians are here. So, you know, uh, that's going to be really bad for my liver. But basically come to the clubhouse at the Westgate anytime in the next two days. Friday is technically from 2 to 7. Um, and that is where, you know, wager talks, buying drinks, doing like a meet and greet, if you will. But, you know, if you show up tomorrow, we'll be there, I think, starting around what? 9.15 is the first tip-off tomorrow morning, and uh, it's going to be a long couple of days. But uh, come by to the Westgate Clubhouse uh, inside the sportsbook. Say hi. Drink some Vivas. It's going to be a great time. Oh, it's going to be unbelievable. Absolutely. And we got some guys in the chat box talking about Mountain West. Hey, did, did anybody take anything away from the play-in game, Wyoming, Indiana? Because I try I tried to use that stuff in my handicapping going forward in the tournament. I actually, watching it back on replay, guys, I thought Wyoming kind of killed themselves. I, I don't oh, downgrade God. the Mountain West teams too much, and I don't upgrade the Big did. Ten teams too much. Do you guys agree with that sentiment? 100%. Okay. With Wyoming, Wyoming squander, I mean, if they, you know, typically their life. It was yeah. so bad. So many turnovers, so many missed opportunities. And I'm going to throw this out there. So Indiana had a really brutal, like, they, they went and traveled literally like last night after the game had to fly out to like Oregon and they're playing tomorrow. So, I mean, you know, you look at like, so I have a friend that goes that that's um, a Seton hall graduate. So he always like keeps me up to date on Seton hall. And I remember a few years ago, him, he was Seton hall played in the playing game or they had an early game and they had to go all the way to the West coast and play Gonzaga in a first round game in like a six 11 matchup or something like that. And they got murdered. And he, I just remember him flipping out. Like they screwed us with the travel, like the quick turnaround flying all the way out to the West coast. So Indiana didn't get out to the West coast until like 4am last night. Now they got to play St. Mary's and I've talked about St. Mary's. This is somewhat like they're not a normal team. The way they play is so different 
from the way like most teams in the country play. So Indiana to have to prepare for them on a quick turnaround could be tough. So look, I think St. Mary's could be a decent bet coming up here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I could see that happening, Trig. And, and also, you know, it, it's a tricky handicap betting on these teams in the first four because we just saw last season, LA, or UCLA, excuse me, go first four to final four. It, could it actually be an, an advantage? I'm kind of with it, you, though. That's a tough, it's a tough trip. Drew, it seems like it, it seems like every year we get we get one that goes off mm -hmm. and makes it to the Sweet 16. But maybe it's CT's Notre Dame Fighting Irish because I'll tell you one thing I learned about last year. Don't get into this like, well, this conference was bad. This conference was good. Because remember, the Pac-12 last year sucked. That conference yeah. was so bad during the regular season. And somehow, here we are in the tournament. And here's Oregon State in like the Elite Eight. And UCLA's in the Final Four. So like, don't write teams off just because they came out of a bad conference. Notre Dame's a good basketball team. If they beat Rutgers, they'll be able to get by whoever they play in the next round. So, yeah. I, don't. I honestly wouldn't even say that it was a bad conference. It, it just had a down year. I down mean, year, yeah. Still saw, I mean, there's still a lot of great teams that came out of that ACC. I mean, that ACC championship was great. I mean, Virginia Tech looks like a pretty good damn basketball team right now. Mike Young has them playing pretty good ball. Um so I wouldn't call them uh, the ACC a bad conference, just a down year, Drew Martin Betts. But yeah, don't sleep on those ACC teams. I, I love that you brought that up, CT Betts, because as we're talking about the Pac-12 last year and UCLA making that run, I was about to bring up the ACC. A lot of people think is so down this year. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's the next team kind of checking that box, the next conference, excuse me. Also, yeah. the Duke, you know, you could see the Duke Blue Devils getting some calls going their way. They'll definitely get some calls. Uh, I just think that um, they could win a couple games, Drew Martin Betts. I just think I've talked about this on a lot of shows that the hype and the the whole swan song for Coach K is gonna is a little too much for these kids. I mean, these are all pretty much uh, year in, year out for Coach K. Uh, it's like that again this year. And I think that the scenario is just too big for them to and, and the spotlight has gotten too big and we kind of saw that in the ACC championship they got exposed I mean Virginia Tech it was the game wasn't even close they blew no, them they, Virginia they, Tech they dominated yeah. it was bad and and just right like a week and a half before Coach K's last game got dominated by North Carolina at home at home I mean listen these are the problems with the Kentuckys the KU's the uh, Duke, the Villanova, these blue blood type programs, it is final four or bust every single year. And when your team is not living up to that hype, I think it can really mess with you internally. And I think that's what's wrong with the blue, blue devils. I am not saying that they're going to lose that early, but I wouldn't be surprised to not see them make the elite eight this year. Yep. I'm yeah. And nice. to your point, Brandon Katz in the chat box. Yeah. The officials got Duke past UCF. Uh, I remember right. that game. Great point, Brandon. Yeah. yeah. I, I was watching that at the bar. What a miracle how they ended up winning that game. Yeah. The game was over. What was that really tall guy's name for UCF? Taco. Taco Fall. Yeah, yeah Taco. He was like great. Uh, he used yeah. to play for the – not play for the Celtics. He used to be on the Celtics roster. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he still yeah. is. But he, he was he, on the bench, but he was enjoyable. Yeah. He was like seven foot one or something. Yeah. Ginormous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like this big, like yeah. tall, not tall, and that skinny. He was great. But, yeah, you're right. Um, UCF got jobbed, yeah. absolutely jobbed. 
Hey guys, so watch out for again for that this uh, this tournament, guys. We'll get final thoughts uh, from the crew in best bets as well. Again, feel free to fire out what you're looking to bet. Also, if you're watching on replay, feel free to reply in the reply section below on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. Please smash that like button, guys. And if you're in or around Las Vegas, come to Westgate Superbook uh, tomorrow. Come on Friday. Really come whenever you want, but we'll be there the next two days pretty much all day acting like full degenerates here, sweating out the games, drinking some Viva Tequila Seltzer, VivaTequilaSeltzer.com. Coupon code HUSTLE takes 10% off shipped to you. So, guys, let's go around the horn here. Feel free to take your time with the final thoughts. Kelly, if you can uh, entice, uh, what, Brett or uh, Prop Queen to come in and add a best bet, more than welcome. Ariel! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I have no okay. idea. Uh okay. It was just I just want to figure that out. They're probably having fun without me. Uh, but that being said, I uh, you guys already know my best bet. It's on. It's Vermont, and I love that Chris just solidified that uh, with Kenny White's numbers. I, I I started looking at this Vermont team early on, and I'm going something's wrong here. And now, why? No problem. They play in a crappy conference, but I think that this is an Arkansas team that superseded expectations. I think the bookmakers are overvaluing them here, and I'm going to take the plus five and uh, four and a half. I like it even more. I love that reverse line movement because I'm telling you right now, that line is going to be around the bar tomorrow at the Westgate. And every single one of those people is going to be betting Arkansas. They're going to be betting Duke. They're going to be betting Kentucky. And I and the bookmakers have baked that into the cake. Uh, I just wanted to address one thing in the comments. Eric's asking, do you need tickets or anything? No. Show up to the Westgate. We're going to be in the clubhouse. Um, come in. Say hi. Yeah, don't need a lot there. And Kelly, great point on Arkansas. I mean, a lot of people remember that run. What was it? 11 of 12 against the spread cashing tickets. A lot of people on that. And, and I like that actually what Chris said about this Rutgers team, this Rutgers team made me a ton of money. And then what do we see? Some regression to the mean because bookmakers started overvaluing. They were like the big 10 killer at home yep. on the road. They had some nice uh, road upsets, but not near as dominant as they are at home. And I think that that's where we're going to see in tonight. Eileen North, uh, excuse me, Eileen Notre Dame with Chris. I don't know if I'm going to get to the window with this team. Uh, I know Adam's got a best bet. He and I are on the same side there. Uh, Dave Koken agrees with him. Don't give it out on the show. Go to wagertalk.com. Well said. From Kelly in Vegas on Twitter, at Kelly in Vegas Trig. Uh, your name was brought up, so your turn, buddy. Yeah, I just want to say, too, I I agree with Kel that Vermont's probably, like, against the number the right side there. Like, I'm shaking in my boots with that Arkansas ticket. I just hope they get through. And, uh, Drew, I told you, you're a Burlington, Vermont guy. It's a great, I think you'd love the city. It's a great spot. I go there quite frequently. CT went to college there for a while, so I wouldn't mind seeing Vermont get it done. Uh, I told you I liked Toledo earlier. Uh, I'll throw another one out there for tonight. This, like, just missed my card, but I think Northern Iowa's got value in the NIT. Uh, St. Louis, man, they – I made a best bet on them over the weekend against Davidson. They didn't show up at all for that game, and I just they, – they look just so dejected there that I, I got to wonder how kind of motivated they are in the NIT laying for – Dude, Northern Iowa, I actually thought the, uh, the Missouri Valley might have gotten two teams this year. I was kind of – a little bit disappointed that they didn't because I thought I really felt that there was a really good conference. Uh, Northern Iowa, you believe they were your regular season champs there. Um, so getting four, I, I just just based on the fact that you know I have those teams right around equal. Like Nor Northern Iowa can play. AJ Green's a killer, so I, I see some value there. Northern Iowa plus four in the NIT tonight, and Toledo money line was a best bet for me at Wager Talk four percent play. So a couple NIT plays for you guys tonight. I like it. 
Trig and on Twitter at Top Flight SI. He'll be around Westgate uh, Sportsbook. Uh, CT, I want to leave you for last because I want to get your opinion on my best bet. Uh, I know you know the team very well. I'm looking to fade Iowa State, guys, and go on LSU minus the four. Iowa State has scored 36 and 41 points in two of their last three games offensively. Not many teams worse. They're actually just eight and 12 this calendar year. I don't remember a profile like that of recent time anyway, a team that really fell off the cliff towards the end of uh, the season. They find themselves in the tournament. I'm looking to fade them against the number one steal percentage team in the country. Yes, LSU has has their own problems. This is kind of like the issue first round game here, both teams with issues. But I actually, you know, listening to the the, the coach stepping in, uh, his name's Nickelberry. He's had two prior head coaching experiences and interestingly, interestingly enough, one as an interim head coach. He seemed to be pretty positive. Uh, with the, t- the and the kids seem to be uh, kind of buying in here, so motivation not really a part of first round kind of handicap. And obviously, they're motivated here. I think we get the more athletic team, the better free throw shooting team, the team um, that that overall, you know, the better point guard, senior point guard, and Xavier Pinson is healthy right now. And Iowa State's point guard is a freshman. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with their turnover issues. So I think LSU turns them over, gets a lot of easy baskets on the end, other end, and a good free throw shooting team to cover the foul fest territory of minus four. So give me the Tigers. Go Tigers for my best bet. CT bets, any thoughts on that one? And where are you going? I want to kick it back to you because you always host and you never get questions or rarely get questions. So I do a show with Megan. Obviously, she's a huge LSU fan. She mentioned Will Wade obviously getting fired uh, last week. Do you think we see it happen in the NFL, right? Where coach gets fired in the middle of the season and the next week the team comes out hard to play. We rarely ever see a coach get fired in the middle of the season and his team is still in the tournament. Like that's just almost unheard of. How do you think uh, that's actually going to play out for LSU? Do you think that they're going to get up and rally around this new coach? Have you heard anything? Uh, Cause Megan was saying she's heard some really great things out of Baton Rouge. The comment section was disagreeing. They said, no, they're hearing things are disarray. Uh, well, Kelly, it's interesting you ask because last night I was up until like 3 a.m. Pacific time. So as you guys are waking up on the East Coast, I'm still drilling out college basketball articles. And one thing I did, like at full degenerate, is watch his press conference for like 18 minutes and watch this guy. And when I looked at him, I'm like, man, this is a young dude. I don't know. And then sure enough, as he's talking about it, Kelly, he's like, hey, I've been a head coach twice. I've been an interim head coach. I've had success. I've not had success. And he was going through and he's like, I'm 57 years old. I'm looking at him. I'm like, you're 57. You look like you're 35. And he was like, the kids are buying in. We're ready to rock. He's like, we're going to get back on defense. People were drilling him with, hey, what are you going to change? Because that's really why I was watching being a primarily. This is his opportunity to prove he deserves to be head coach and they keep a lot of those guys intact is that what lsu is trying to do here i mean actually i i don't know that would be a, probably a good question because it's always Megan. interesting when someone's auditioning for a head right. coach right like again there's different situations here and that's where i'm trying to figure out because i would love to fade iowa state tomorrow i'm with you iowa state has just had a disaster into their season i think mm. they've cashed it in i don't expect to see a lot from the cycle and team outside of defensively I do think that they're a solid defense, but offensively, that team is a dumpster fire. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was looking to do, Kelly. In in, in talking about his press conference, because I was, as a totals better, I'm like always looking for change and what they're going to change tempo-wise. And a, a reporter actually asked him that, and he's like, I'm keeping that to myself. Like, we're not even talking about it. It, it, ah. it just like... 
yeah, it, it, it kind of hit me as maybe this is a bet on situation. So that's why I fired away on, on the LSU. No, I mean, I, I went with Megan and because, uh, you know, we do our money shots parlay uh, at the Barstool Sportsbook. And she's like, how about instead of laying the four, we'll just do LSU money line. I said, yeah, I don't see LSU losing to Iowa State. I, I just see a very uh, team that's in disarray. And while LSU may appear that way, I don't think that they are. I think they had a really solid season and this team deserves a lot of respect, even though their head coach got fired. Yeah, and Kelly, when you look at their losses, you've got like people out there got to remember that was when they were banged up. Most of them. I mean, this this team started off what seventeen and one. Their only loss to Auburn. That was when they were healthy, and then like four guys went down. So it was like their B squad for a lot of that. So a, a majority of their losses are not with the team, the roster that they're going to be trotting out there um, in the first round. So I think that's all kind of buy on here for for LSU, but. I don't know. Hopefully that <laughs> got your, your question answered. I don't know. But uh, CT bets, man, finish us off. Best bets. Final thoughts for the show. I'm with you guys on LSU. Uh, we don't have okay. to go into it, but um, I, I Kelly hit it perfectly. Iowa state is de- decent defensively, um, but they very, they struggle very much uh, offensively and LSU, even though they struggle offensively, they have some scores and I expect them to score uh, versus Iowa state. I actually have LSU going to the, the sweet 16. So, um, but we'll get into my best bets here. Um, this is one. If you follow me at CTV at 16, I gave this out on Sunday when the Brad was released and that is Virginia Tech plus two and a half versus Texas Longhorns. I made Vatek my best bet last Saturday, Drew Martin bets, as you know, on this show in the ACC championship. And I also said sprinkle on the money line. And I expect Mike Young's team to come out guns a blazing. And boy, did they come out guns a blazing. Hunter Cantor, what a game he played. If you didn't know his name, get to know his name right now. Darius Maddox, the kid who banged the three at the buzzer to win versus Clemson in the first round. Get to know his name right now. Virginia Tech wins this game outright, Drew Martin. Beth, I'm a Big 12 guy. Kelly's a Big 12 girl. This Chris Beard team is going nowhere. The expectations have come nowhere close to what these Longhorn fans have wanted. They got the transfers. They had kids stay. Rainey, Ramey, it has been, and, and, um, at the uh, Adams, who's the kid I'm thinking, trying to think of? Uh, and they just have not got it done this year. Not got it done. Virginia Tech gets it done, gets the win on Friday in the first round. Drew Martin Betts, Virginia Tech, number 11 seed over the Texas Longhorns, the number six seed. Like it, CT Best. Can we get a hula in, in the hotel room, or does that need to wait for later in the weekend? I'll do it in the, in the Westgate Super Bowl. Okay. When that yeah, give, it, give him two more Coors Lights uh, tonight, and we will see some hula during the halftime of Wright State Bryant. And I guarantee we'll see some hula uh, dances, depending on – you guys have the over, right? Tonight? I, in the play-in game? Yeah. I thought so. No, I missed the number on that. Okay. I thought, yeah, I thought somebody had said, like, over 152. It's now, what, 155 and a half. I, so I'm late to the party, unfortunately, for myself. Yeah, that one's tipping off actually right now. So yeah, uh, I think it's already gone. I think it's already started. Yeah, actually. yeah, and and um, yeah. Want to hit the comments real quick, Drew Martin Betts, because I was getting a lot of slack last Saturday during Championship Week when I gave out Virginia Tech to win the game, and people told me I was crazy. So Justin Casey, thank you. No problem. You just solidified uh, Virginia Tech for me even more on Friday. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Uh, a little trash talk is all right in the chat box. Come uh, come, come, hang out with Ski Profit. We got the whole group here 
in uh, in the Westgate Superbook. Adam Trigger, CT Bets, Kelly in Vegas. I am Drew Martin. Guys, brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. VivaTequilaSeltzer.com. Go check it out, guys. It's a really good drink. We'll have it here at the Westgate. Check out WagerTalk.com, guys. A lot of free plays up for the tournament. NIT, NCAA tournament, the whole bit. CBI, all available there in the best free live odds in the business. So please smash that like button. Feel free to reply below, guys. Hey, if you're tailing on the best bets, best of luck to you and enjoy March Madness. We will be back on next Wednesday, one week off. We'll be back next Wednesday. So guys, best of luck with your bets. Chris, Chris really wants to do the show Saturday morning. Uh, and I think that that may or may not be a bad idea. So we're going to, we're going to regroup and uh, we'll right. definitely tweet out if we're going to do a show Saturday morning, guys, let's see how Thursday and Friday pan out. Uh, and, uh, see how, see how my liver's doing actually. Cause that's going to be the most important part. Stay healthy out there. Cash them. Thanks for tuning in.